All right, so today is July 6, 2015, and Andrea, who did you want to begin with? Uh, Sophie. All right, so Sophie, please. Okay, I've got her. She shows me an image of smiling up at you. She says, Mom is my caretaker. I'm her little doll, almost like her little baby. She says, I don't see myself as a baby or a child. She says, but I am cared for, very much loved in that way. She says, I'm a very mature girl. I have a gracefulness about me. She says, I like being touched gently upon my middle back at this point in time. She says, it feels tight in there at times, and Mom would want to know about that. Okay. All right. So where did you want to begin with your first question? Uh, yeah, that's my first question. So she's being diagnosed with what's called spondylosis, um, okay. and that is basically uh, osteoarthritis. Um, and so I wanted to know um, she exhibits a lot of pain sometimes, and she also has been exposed to Lyme. And I want to know where she feels. First of all, I want to find out the level of pain. So okay, I, sure. I was going to just use one of the scales, like on a scale of one to five, yeah. one you know, being no pain and five being unbearable pain. What's her pain Absolutely. level? Absolutely. So let's let's even use zero to five. So Sophie, zero represents no pain whatsoever. You're completely normal. That way we have something to compare to normal. And then five okay. being so excruciating you want out of your body at this time. She tells yeah. me she walks around at about a two, okay? Right. And as far is it right as, now or generally? Uh, right now? Right now, yes. And is that general? She says as the evening goes on and the weight of the pull of the gravity against my body, uh, so she goes to a three in the evening hours because, you know, the day is worn on and pull of gravity on her body. Tightness exists for me, she says, in a few select regions of my body, the mid-back especially. And honestly, that is where she exhibits a lot of most pain, most discomfort. Um, there's also a region it feels like that's beh- along the vertebrae behind the shoulder blades, yeah, maybe by about part. two inches. That's also wow, that's um, at a two. There's also uh-huh. a section that is behind the hips, again, along the vertebrae. It's about in the, the sacrum area, I would say, behind the hips, yeah. but in front of the base of the tail. Um, and then she's bringing me down to a back hind limb. I, you know, my left and right and right and left sometimes come to, through flip-flopped, but I'm sensing it in this moment on the back left. And she tells me the stifle there is a bit tight. It's almost like she walks sometimes with a stiffed leg, stiff leg sort of motion in the hind quarters. She says, I, th- I do that to try to alleviate as much tension off the musculature along my vertebrae as I can. So it's okay. more of a compensation sort of. Uh, again, she shows it to me being wobbly, but I don't, I don't sense her being wobbly like she's going to fall down. It's a teeter-totter back and forth. Right. Uh, well, yesterday, um, she so typically she pulls up her right leg, uh, okay. so she'll favor her left. Okay. The right hind she'll pull up. And then yesterday, um, she couldn't walk at all. Uh, she couldn't, okay. her, she, her back leg didn't work at all. So I started her on there. some medication, which is why I was asking about now, because right now she's on meds. Gotcha. Okay. So right now you're on meds. So if we compare that to before the meds, uh, she says, I have greater ease with the meds. There is greater discomfort, excuse me, greater lessened discomfort. There's also um, almost like a, I'm going to describe it like a muscle relaxant effect. uh, And that's That's how it feels to her. Um, Andrea, do you know that there is a, there's nerve involvement here? And I don't know much about 
I mean, I, I used to be a vet tech, but I, it's not like that you was did? very common. So I did, yeah. So I don't know much about that in particular, but I do know she's telling me the nerves there at the region that is along the vertebrae, behind the hips, in front of the base of the tail. Some of them are being influenced, and it feels like when her one of her limbs in the past, very recent past, has gone out from underneath her, almost like it was flexible or, or floppy. Um, mm. She just couldn't get her weight upon it and hold it with good turgor. Um, she just right. says the nerves were involved because what happens is sometimes the nerves get squished by muscles that become very tight yeah. along the section of the uh. vertebrae, and it, it's, her nerves can't then relax. So there's a feeling of pins and needles effect that happens along the back uh, I'll call it the, the, she's again giving me the impression more so on the, the left side of the hiney. This would be the butt muscle on the back mm. side of the upper thigh. And so that sometimes happens. It's not all the time, but it's at now and then. And she does say it has been happening more frequently lately. One of the things you can do for her that mm. she is open to you, to, to you doing, and you've got to do it real gentle, otherwise it will create mm. pain for her. In mm. that section of the vertebrae we've been talking about in the last minute or so, Right in front of that, there is a region of normal tissue, of normal spine, that she says if you were to take your thumb and your first two fingers and put them on either side as if you were straddling the vertebrae in the center part between your thumb and first and second finger, um, and just gently, what do you want her to do? She wants you to gently massage. You're not going to do deep tissue massage, but you're going to do a little Mm -hmm. bit of rubbing. It's it's much more, it's more in-depth than petting the fur in a light stroke, but you're going to have to go at a, a real light, about the amount mm-hmm. of pressure that you would put, feel comfortable putting on your own eyelid. Okay, super, okay. super light. Oh, but good. as you do that, she says, ask the nerves to awaken and the muscles to expand around them and to relax so that she can get good chi, C-H-I, mm-hmm. um, which is energy yeah. flow, yeah. Mm-hmm. and replace the pins and needles effect. This is going to help her okay. to stand better on her hind legs with or without um, medicine. Yep, and um, how long would I hold that for? How long do you want her to do that for? Just a couple minutes, honestly. A couple minutes. Okay. She should, I, I mean, I don't know what kind of freedom you have as far as your time of day, but she's saying a couple minutes around 11 a.m. she feels okay. would be a really nice time. Um, okay, so I've been doing something already very similar to what you're saying. I practice a healing art called Jinshin Jutsu, and so I've been almost doing exactly what you said, just down the vertebra, um, but not massaging, just holding, holding either side and then holding the top. Um, It's a method uh, that we use. And so tell tell me what that's like for her and if she wants. So your awareness of that message, she likes it very much. She feels it helps her to have really, and she does anyway, has pretty good motor control of basically from the back on, back side of the ribcage on forward. Um, that allows, that method of what you're doing really helps to create ease and relaxation of the musculature around the center, midsection okay. of the yeah. vertebrae. So that's where it's most effective. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, it doesn't seem to really do much in the hind quarters, and that's why I get she's talking about put a little bit more pressure and a little bit of a rubbing, a gentle rubbing effect okay. uh, to stimulate the peripheral nerves that come off the left and right side of the vertebrae in that region, which, of course, uh, somehow directly or indirectly influence the nerves there around her hiney. Okay. So when she screwed out in pain about, um, I don't know, six weeks ago, um, that was to do with this back pain or was it something else? 
Uh, it was due to the pins and needles effect that she was feeling over okay. a third of her body. At that wow. point, during that experience, it, it affected both sides of the upper thighs, high knee area, the back part of the upper hips, everything between the upper hips and the base of the tail, and it actually went all the way up to the back part of the midsection of wherever the spondylosis mm-hmm. is affecting her in the midsection of the back. So it covered a good one-third of her body. She tells me it was very, she was at a, okay, she's going to use my scale. When I do pain scales, I do zero to ten. She's giving me an eight. In other words, it was very severe for her. At that yeah. point, it was almost like yeah. she could not stand it, could not tolerate it, and to be touched mm-hmm. was like setting her on fire. It, it was, increased yeah. the pain. Yeah, she even cried before I touched her. It was so bad. In anticipation. Yeah. Okay, so that's good to know. Thank you. Um, because I wanted to make sure it wasn't um, abdominal. That was at the time we were sure. I don't get that, but let me just point blank ask her that. Was any of that related to abdominal discomfort or pain. She says, yes, but only in the sense that what was happening was the musculature that holds the organs in place in the abdominal section of the body, which would be the, the, you know where the small of the back is on a human and the Mm -hmm. hourglass area on human females? The hourglass Mm -hmm. area on her, the musculature along the bottom section that holds all the, this would be in the section where the kidneys are held, etc., it was Mm -hmm. pulled up towards Mm -hmm. her spine. I'm going to call that like um, a muscle spasm that doesn't release. So it's like everything was sucked up. So in that regard, the muscles were spasming, but they were holding still in their spasm instead of doing release, contract, release, contract. She tells me it was many hours before she found relief. Wow, yeah. We didn't know what was going on, so it took a while to get medication to her. Um, And so regarding the medication, this morning she spat it out, but eventually she ate it. I really need her to eat it. Okay. So I understand you spit it out, and your person Don't really spit feels it out, just eat it. it would be helpful if you would cooperate and just eat it. She says it tastes bad. Um, if you can somehow hide it or make it taste better, or at least have no taste bitter is the taste she's giving me, um, that would be helpful. Um, is there something, is this a peel, pill or liquid? What is this? Yes, it's a pill, and I've been putting them in um, turkey patty. So the first, uh, yesterday, uh, she was fine with it. This morning, she discerned it and was angry. No. Okay. Is but eventually, she did eat it. I mean, in the end, she, she put she it back it. into a bowl, and eventually she ate it. You know, talk to your vet about this, see if this is an idea. But what she's showing me is, like, uh, you know those clear gelatin capsules that you have that are tasteless, that dissolve in the body, that you can get at health food stores? She's showing me, like, putting uh, this bitter-tasting pill inside of that. And again, Andrea, you're going to have to check with your vet to see if that's safe to do, appropriate for her with whatever's going on with her body. Um, but she's right. just looking for something that's flavorless. Um, and right. then I see that she would take it. When I ask, is there right. any other reason you spit it out? Is it, is it causing any ill effects, side effects, or anything we need to know about? She says it was just about the taste. Okay. Um, so about food, um, what does she want me to know about her food? Uh, moist food, she says, is easiest to get down my gullet. Uh, she feels okay. moist food, um, moist, I, I want to say moist is canned. She says yes to that. Um, you know her preferences. What she doesn't like, she walks away from. So what she does like, she, well, she will eat. She likes to eat at her own pace. She likes to eat with company. Um, she likes you in the room, actually. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because it's, it's a social activity. 
as far as she's concerned. As far as the current food you're on right now, any comments about that? She says it's good. Um, I do eat at my own pace. I don't like to rush. She's a medium medium speed eater, not super slow, not super fast. Um, She says, bless it with love, Mom, before you give it to me. Please bless it with love. She shows me your hands going over it, just blessing it. All right. The food that is in her that she's, well, been eating, is eating these days, it feels like it's very nutritious for her. It's very good. Um, It feels like I don't know if you offer this anyway, but it feels like dry food would be a bit of a problem, causing potential constipation. Um, but mm-hmm. wet food, canned food, slides through nice and gets absorbed okay. well. Um, you know, on days when I'm painful, she says, there is a slipperiness to the food. In other words, the passage of the food through the GI system occurs much more quickly than it would if she was in a relaxed, unpainful uh, condition. And as a result, I wouldn't be surprised if she's got to defecate quite a bit more on days when she's extra painful because it slides out more quickly. The transit time is sped up. I wouldn't quite call it so sped up that she gets diarrhea from it, but it does feel like she's got to go more frequently. Okay. Okay, good. Um, Sometimes she eats eats grass. When she's not feeling well, she'll take time and eat grass. And sometimes she'll dig into the dirt and eat the dirt. So um, if there's something that I can give her so she doesn't do that or I just let her do that? You know, she does that. She explains both. She does the dirt and the grass because there are times her stomach feels overly acidic. If you've ever uh-huh. had the sensation of um, heartburn but you pretended the heartburn for a moment was in your stomach, Andrea, that's what it sometimes feels like for her when I mm. ask on a given, in a given day, how many times a day, if, if even that's the average, do you get that? She says, I wouldn't put it in a day. She says, every, it's like every other day, every couple days. So every two days or so, she has this need to go out and try to medicate herself by ingesting right. these things as a way of soaking up the acid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get that the acid makes her go to the point of feeling nauseous, like it certainly can for some people and animals. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't see vomiting associated with it. However, she's trying to pacify the overly acidic heartburny, super hot feeling mm. and neutral. So um, I give her honest kitchen preference, which is the green. It's the green that I add to the food. Sometimes okay. she eats it. Sometimes she turns her nose up at it. Okay. For the most part, when she's well, she eats it. Okay. Um, I felt like that would be what might help the acidity. Uh, I don't know. Just tell me about that. Sure. Let me see what she says. Is this stuff sprinkled on? No, it's rehydrated. It's dried oh, green, okay, and it's rehydrated. Food. Okay, because I'm familiar with that brand. Okay, so I know they carry a bunch of different things. Okay, so when you eat that food, tell us about what do we need to know. I eat it when I can handle it, she says. Um, so when you can handle it, what does that mean, Sophie? She thinks some days it's harder to digest than others. If she's going okay. through a stint where she's pretty much, you know, her pain is under control, she's having not having bouts of pain, she tells me that she can eat it well because her systems are systems, uh, GI system is included, mm-hmm. uh, immune system she also includes in this, are running well, and as right. a result can, you know, break down the food in an appropriate way. When she is in pain, though, it's like I don't see her wanting that type of food. Yeah. Her greater preference is for something like I see something completely moist like canned food, again, is what I'm getting, because for whatever reason it's easier for the body to digest. Right. Right now I've been giving her... Um I've just boiled some turkey or chicken or she gets the turkey patty, which I moisten with all these supplements that she's taking. 
Okay. Um, so right now, for the last two days, that's what her diet has been, like half a turkey patty twice a day with um, probiotics, glucosamine. Okay, and let me ask her, how's that, that mix been for you these last few days? She says, good, and I eat it. Is that easy? Would you consider that that turkey patty easy to digest then? She says, I would, yes. You know, she mm-hmm. says, I can't eat an awful lot because then my stomach would feel bloated. So right. um, I'm sure you're aware of this already. It feels like you very much are um, making sure you never overfeed her uh, because it does not serve her. It doesn't help her feel mm-hmm. well. Um, right. So, you know, just the right amount or even a little less actually is more her preference versus feeling full. Right, sure. Yeah, I think how how about um, quantities right now? Because ha- I've been giving her half a patty in the morning, half a patty at night. Gotcha. Okay, so that quantity, half and half, twice a day total. Um, just right, she says. Just okay, right for good. me. And her okay, bowel movement, she feels, reflects the goodness yeah, of that quantity being just right. Okay, good. Um, so I have some mental emotional stuff now. Oh, actually, I have, how did she get the bump on her lip? Where did that come from? The bump on your lip. Are we talking upper lip? Upper lip, her, on her um, upper lip near her nose. I just went to the vet this morning because I thought it was a tumor, but they found out it was oh, just a Oh, okay. Scratch. Okay. Well, she shows it to me being red. Uh, okay, reddish to her. What does that mean? It's almost like she calls it an inflammatory response. Um, she feels it just erupted. She does not feel there's anything trapped like a foreign body underneath the skin. She just says it does have some heat she feels coming off it, just like the equivalent of a human who's got a bug bite and you keep itching it and scratching it and you feel the heat coming off it. I do not feel the heat coming around the radius of it, but just that one spot. Um, She says it's like I want to rub it off. Uh, As far as what caused it, this does not feel like it's an injury. It feels like there was something chemical within her body that created this, much like a hive for a person, but I would not, uh-huh. you know, I wouldn't call this a hive, um, but it, it erupted from within. Uh, she thinks it's eventually going to go away on its own, but it may take yeah. a while. I'm um, going to, me, I'd like to put some neosporin on it, would that be okay? Okay, I, w- I was just going to say, she shows me her head moving her away from any cream or anything topical <laughs> you'd want to put okay. on it. One, because okay. it smells. Um, she also is looking for a cooling effect. Uh um, colloidal silver, I don't know if you happen to be familiar with I that, that or use I that, but she's, she, you know, I get a read from the universe that would be appropriate when asked, would you be okay, Sophie, with colloidal silver on that? She says yes, because I can safely lick it. Okay, good. Perfect. Um, okay, that's excellent. And my mind went in two directions. Let's see. I'm, I'm just going to go through my questions and maybe where what I was thinking before will come back up again. So since Petey died, um, she used to, he used to be the one that would lead. He was the alpha, I guess, and she would let him check things out and then she would follow his lead. And he yep. was a super friendly dog, so it was always fine. But okay. since he passed away or since she'd been on her own, she tends to bark first and attack first and then kind of make friends later. So how can I tell her to, that she's safe and to not do that? Okay, so first thing we need to ask her is where she's coming from. That way we have both sides of the coin. We've got your side and her side. So what's going on, when, Sophie, when you attack first and then make friends later? What's that about? She says, it's important for me to be on the defense. I really like people, she tells me. I really like people. She says, she I like my mom. She says, and once I become your friend, I'm your friend for life, she says. But she does have that 
introductory period. Now, it feels like she's less trustworthy um, or trusting, I should say, with beings that are close to the ground. It feels like other yes, dogs. Is this true. more of a dog issue versus a dog and human issue? Uh, small children she doesn't like. Aha, peeing close She doesn't to like the them until they're like past 13. She's afraid they're going to hurt her is the mm-hmm. first thing. Um, so she tells me she be as rude first to influence the children into being, basically, it's an early warning sign, she says. I scare them first, which makes them be startled and be like, oh, I'm not going to go near that dog. So, Sophie, what if your person, Andrea, was to step up, because we ask her to advocate for you, and just tell the children, you know, Sophie doesn't want to be touched. She's not feeling comfortable or in a body these days. If you let Andrea do that, then would you back off because she really doesn't want you doing this behavior. Let her do it for you. Let her take care of you. She says, yes, but I feel like I've got to take care of myself. Since Petey left, Petey took care of both me and Mom. When he left, she says, I felt kind of mm, on my own. Doesn't your mom take care of you? She says she does. She says, but Petey took care of us both. So I'm taking care of Mom now with Petey's absence. Okay, so how much of this is guarding behavior protective not very much it's mostly me protecting myself um i don't fear that my mom is in any danger from any human no matter what their size all right uh universe's suggestion here with this particular individual dog is tell her that she's in her retirement years and that you andrea are actually the one since pd left to take care of her, and that she's misunderstood up to this point that she needs to take care of you. She took on his role, is how she sees it. And we need to help her to understand that, you know, you get to be a dog. You get to be companion and friend and relaxed and enjoy life and relax. Your person takes care of the details. Don't let them touch me, Mom. Don't let them touch me. I sit in people's laps when I want to sit in people's laps, is what she adds. Um, so make her, uh, don't make her go at any faster pace in the introductory period is what she's asking for than what she wants to do, which I get up to this point in time she's been doing the gun and barrel, like flying right. towards them in a very right. rude sort of way. So that's if right. we help her to see that that's not required anymore, Sophie, that's not required and you let your person take over for you because she loves you. And not only that, your behavior, I do want to be honest, has been creating a bit of a problem for your person, and the solution is just relaxing and walking away and not even feeling like you have to greet, maybe keeping your distance, and your person will advocate for you that Sophie doesn't want to be touched. Sophie doesn't want to be... She wants... Okay, Andrea, she wants to come up and sniff people, but she's she's got this idea about... Everybody I want to come up and sniff thinks that they can reach down or thinks they want to reach down and pet me. And for her, that's like, I don't like that, she says. She thinks Petey, he was a touchy-feely, everybody wants to touch, and he liked everybody touching him kind of guy. But Sophie's more like, I want to sniff and get to know you and be be more than acquaintances before I let you touch my body. That's her way of going about it. So if you help her to know by telling her out loud, now and in the days ahead, and I mean beyond just me and you talking with her right now, because mm-hmm. she needs to hear this more than once, that you are going to just tell your guests hands off with Sophie. She just wants to hang out okay. in the room with us, because I get she's still social. She wants to be in the room with you all, but she really isn't wanting the, the pressure that people put upon her. They think, oh, cute dog, I want to touch her. Right. Even though she's sniffing around their feet, she looks like she might want to be pet, but you need to tell her she's just sniffing, please don't touch her. Right, okay. 
I'm yeah, getting this is going to take the edge off. Um, and you need to tell her children are not hers to to manage. She's trying to manage the children. Okay. So, Sophie, it's not your job. Your job is to relax and actually step away from the children. She says, but they're eventually going to come over when I'm quiet and laying down in my cute bed. Um, they're going to want to come over and touch me. So your person, Andrea, will take care of handling that. She'll let them okay. know what's what. Okay. She says, ah, uh, then I can relax, huh? Yep. Try that route. With okay. Her. Um, how does she feel about living where we live? Okay. So, Sophie, how about that? You know, it feels too busy outside the walls of your home. Too busy. Uh, mm. Busy in what way? Too many noises. Street noises is actually what she's showing me. She's looking for the ideal environment for her would be calm, not just inside the home where she definitely feels safe, but I mean outside the home. Less, um, less streetcars uh, going by is, you know, her preference. Uh, the energy inside the home is very nice. She really enjoys inside. Outside the home, she's a little on edge is what she tells me. It's mm-hmm. like she, I don't see her wanting to get close to the road or the front Beyond the front part of the house, if you're with her, I see she's more brave. But if she was, I don't know what kind of yard you have, if you have it all fenced in all the way around, but I, I don't see her having a desire to be out front by herself for any great length of time because she doesn't trust people. She doesn't trust everybody, not all humans. Um, mm-hmm. Well, she you know, runs, she says, it, sometimes if she wants to stay outside, she'll just not let me, she won't come when I call her. Okay, so what's going on there? She says, because I'm not done stretching my legs. It's very important in this body that I have right now with the stiffness that I have that comes and goes, and it comes and goes every few days. I mean, some days she has better better, uh, feeling in her body. Um, It feels better in her body. It's kind of like she has ups and downs, in other words. On days where she feels up, she says, I want to take advantage of that and walk around it's important that I don't stiffen up. I will stiffen up if I only stay in the house. So, yeah, she does ignore you. And honestly, she hears you calling, Andrea. There's nothing wrong with her hearing, but she's choosing to evade you. Right. Am I going to pass in the wood with her? Okay, say that again. Are you going to? Am I, uh, we go most days into the woods when, I mean, we were until she started to have the back problem. Okay. Um, am I going too fast? Oh, gotcha. Is she going too fast these days in the woods? She says, yes, but I like it. And there's times that she speeds up, too, and she does this cute little trot. Um, And then there's times when she really has to back off and relax. Honestly, she says, let me set the speed. You follow me, and we're good to go. Okay, I'm allowed to do that. Follow her. Um, Well, she wants to take the lead in the speed, you know, whether she goes slow or fast, and you follow her lead. So are you allowed to do it? You know, that's between you and her and her and you if you're if that's what you guys choose as a, a okay. dog-human pair. But time. it feels like that is what she's saying to you now. She prefers to let you um, follow and her be the leader. Okay. Um, I want her to know that um, when I go away, I'm not abandoning her. Okay. And I want to find out how she feels about it when I go away. Okay. She doesn't like it. She shows me herself being uh, whiny. Okay, what is this about? She says, I worry when you're coming back. Um, You know, you always say you're coming back, but Andrea, add to that piece and be sure you tell her 
how many hours you're going to be back or how many days or whatever it is. You know, if today is Thursday, I'm going to be back on Saturday, Sophie, in the morning or in the evening, whatever that is. And make sure you tell her what you're doing while you're gone, even if it's going to the store, Um, because it feels like she really likes to, because she has this point of view that she, since Petey left, takes care of you, which we're trying to help her to know that, you know, that's not really the case. Andrea takes care of you, Sophie. But since she has that old point of view, she's like, well, I can't take care of you if you're not home. So she does mm-hmm. not feel abandoned per se, but she feels like she can't do her job. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give her permission, Andrea, um, to have vacation time when you were away out of the house, okay. whether it be for an errand running at the store or you're away for a weekend trip or a week trip or whatever, the vacation, whatever it is. Tell her, you're on vacation mode. You don't have to take care okay. of me when I'm outside the house. Relax. Okay. Does she like coming to work? What's up? Does she like coming to my work? Do you like going to Andrea's work? Um, It's not as fun as it used to be because I can't move as easily. I still produce a wiggle butt, though, a cute, happy wiggle butt. Uh, They're smiling faces, she says, uh, people that look at her and smile and think she's cute. I don't see she wants to be touched by them, but she still says she gets attention. That's nice, but I don't really get a lot of um, interest. As far okay. as when so, she's there, she rests and she relaxes, and she thinks she's very polite there. But it, no, yeah. she's just uncomfortable in her body these days, so it's hard to mm-hmm. enjoy life the way she used to. Hmm. Wow. Now, as she's far as getting to, into I, the vehicle, go ahead. as far as getting into the vehicle and going, now that's the most exciting part—the actual leaving of the house and going with you, going yeah. to work. That's exciting. But when she's there. She she snoozes a lot, is what she tells me. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, she relaxes. By the time um, she's home, she's she's worn out. She's exhausted. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got two more minutes. What else? Um, what can I do? So I don't know if she can take the pain. Oh, no, what I wanted to say is that she's going to a chiropractor tomorrow. I just wanted to give her a heads up about that. And so that might be something that we're going to help her with the back pain. But I'll definitely continue doing the treatment that she um, she's requesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, so any comments then? She hears your information. Any comments on the car? I hope you can help me is what she said. Yeah. Um, and as the vet gives me the medication, I need her to take that medication. Okay. Explain it to me, she says. Okay, so that's easy enough. Andrea, for every med the vet gives you, get a good explanation from the vet so you can explain to Sophie out loud, this this does this, this does okay. that. Okay. Because um, okay. to take it blindly, this is a very intelligent being. She's very, very smart. And she's like, I don't want to take anything that's going to make me feel sick. So we really want to emphasize to her the positive stuff. Is anything you're on, Sophie, right now making you sick? She says, yes, there is a, she calls it a pillar or capsule that she's taking that makes her stomach burn. It feels yeah. like a side effect. But right. it, help, it helps relax the legs as well. So that's right. the positive side of it, but the negative side is it makes it burn. Is this something you'd like her to mention to the vet? She says, yes, please. She'd love to trade okay. it in for something that still helps the back legs but doesn't make her stomach burn. Okay. I don't want to eat when my stomach burns, she says. Right. You're one of them that we have to take this food um, because of that exact point you're just describing. Um, 
Okay, so and then there's just one last message that she has for me that something I'm not doing and I need to or something that I haven't, I don't know, just a message. Yeah, sure. So Sophie, you know, she just loves it when you lay down beside her. She calls it laying in bed. I see her laying on, to me it looks like a human bed in this image, and you're laying beside her, and you're not touching her, you're not stroking her, you're just being with her. She likes the laying down effect with you and just sharing space. Um, Be careful when you move on or off the bed that you don't, uh, okay, oscillate the bed mattress underneath her as she's in a lay-down position because that can create, uh, well, a flexing, a gentle flexing of the spine and create a little bit of discomfort. So roll on and roll off very gently so as not to disturb her spine. Um, other than that, you know, it hurts sometimes for you to touch me. She does admit that. She mm. misses the old days when she was quite flexible in her uh, vertebral column in the midsection of her back, and that has long gone. Mm. She's got a hunch or a hump, like a camel yeah. is, is the way she walks or at least holds her body in that section, That's and right. it's like a no-touch zone is her right. request. Touching me on top of the head lightly with gentle fingers so as not to put pressure on the skull, which, of course, would put pressure down the, the radiating down the section of the mm. back, she says, is, is still okay. Um, mm. Just touching fingertip pressure is, is nice. Um, you still call me your little doll or little baby. There's some sort of word uh, like doll or baby or smoochie or I don't know. It's, it feels like it's a nickname sort of thing that you call her um, that she appreciates still, so keep that up. Petey's okay, she says to you. She wants you to know he's okay. She sees him in spirit form. Okay. He's okay. All right. So we are at time. Um, I know, Andrea, we didn't get to Petey. I I know you you had said you you wanted to focus on her. If you want to do an additional 15 minutes, um, it's 45. If you feel complete for today, too, that's fine, too. Um, Sure, I'm happy to do another 15. Okay, that's fine. I'm happy to continue. Um, so with, and I, um, I, if we can talk more with Sophie, that would be good too, because the PD questions are small. Yep, go um, right ahead. So, um, well, actually, for this PD, uh, I'll go with him and then we'll come back to Sophie, if that's okay, or do you need to do something? Is that difficult? Okay. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. Sound a little funny. Is it easier to finish with Sophie and then go to Petey, or can we go back and forth? Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, it totally doesn't matter. We can jump back and forth. Petey's already here because he heard his name said, so I've got both dogs here. So I'm just curious about from, um, well, I'll start at the beginning. So I want to hear how he felt about the way he died. Okay. So, Petey, how do, what do you want to say on that? He feels it was abrupt. He feels it was very quick. Um, he shows me an image of his heart beating very quickly, and then suddenly it wasn't. Um, did he have a heart-related issue? He, to him, it yes. felt like a heart, I want to call it a heart attack. Um, it was very abrupt and very quick, took me fast. It's like the wind. It's like he had trouble breathing as well during this scenario. You know, I want you to let you know, to ease your mind, that he actually vacated his body. Uh, before his body expired because he just needed out. He needed some relief. So he shows me himself literally popping out of his physical body and standing in spirit beside it as it was going through its, as he describes it, desperate motions. Um, right. Yeah, so yeah. It, was, it was a very intense last few moments in his body for him. It was, it was very right. challenging, he admits. It was hard on him. Um, but honestly, once he was popped out, he shows me an image of you like hovering over him. Being there is what I want to say. And 
um, he just says, there was nothing you could do. He says, there was okay. nothing you could do for me. Um, you know, he shows me himself shaking it off like he would because he was always a dog. He says that went on to the next thing in life. He, not much kept yeah. him down. He was a very happy-go-lucky individual. He says, so honestly, he shook it off. He saw your sadness. He saw your desperation, your um, your questions in your eyes, like you might have been in a period of, like, what's happening, what's going on. I just see a lot of questions. He he thinks you were, you know, asking in your mind during that those last few moments um and he just says all's well he shows me an image of of taking his paw as if it was a human hand and placing it on your forehead and asking you to be calm and relax he was trying to get you to relax in spirit form um he wants you to know that i'm super duper and he shows me himself doing flips uh somersaults even what is this about i feel fantastic in my body i'm like a um a gymnast on a jungle gym as far mm. as flexibility goes, I feel great. And he shows himself taking a deep breath. Oh, my gosh. He says, I can take a full breath in my spirit form. I feel fantastic. Wow. And so where do where did he go when he passed over? Like where um, did okay. Well, he actually go? stayed. It feels like he stayed with you for the, the I mean, time frames are, are odd when they're on the other side, but for at least 45 minutes in the human time frame. And then he shows me himself standing on a place of golden light. What is this? It's not grass. It's not cement, but it's like a gold, gold flat plane is what I'm seeing. What is this, please? He says it's a beautiful place indescribable beautiful bright shiny colors a lot of metally colors like silver gold platinum things of that sort uh are on scene and he shows me himself happily trotting over to another dog that is in this scene big and black and has medium it's kind of longish hair mediumish hair and what is this about i made friends very quickly because everybody was always my friend even in the physical plane he loved everybody. This dog loved life. And so, you know, mm-hmm. the personality of who he is continues to exist. So he brought, well, who he already was, energy-wise and personality-wise with him to the spirit side. And he made a lot of friends quickly. Now he shows me an image of rainbows, not just one, but multiple rainbows over his head. He says, I want you to know I'm in a beautiful place. Um he says, Sophie's been thinking about coming to this place, Mom, and he's not selling you that to try to make you sad. He says there are times when she is really hot in her body and she pants, not just because of pain, but because it's like her body temperature, he says, rises and she overheats and gets very hot in her body. Mm-hmm. He says it's very difficult for her. Um, she's also achy in her elbow joints, um, and she just there's times where she thinks about relief what it would be like to have relief. And so she thinks about me. And there's times, he says, in her dream state that she visits me over here because we were always best buddies. She liked to cuddle up like a kid's sister would cuddle up next to her older brother up against me, and she does that when she's with me in dream state. Hmm. Um, he, in, in physical form, he wasn't that into her, actually. She liked him a lot. He wasn't yeah, that yes, into her. Yes, that's what I'm getting. She liked him, and, and she would fi- I see her following him around and him being like, oh, I'm right. just going about my business. But she was more into him than, yes, he was into her. Um, so her achy elbow joints, she's also, um, I know that she's had exposure to Lyme, and so right now I'm getting the test results back to find out whether she actually, her body is fighting the Lyme. Okay. Um, so I wanted to find out whether she has joint pain elsewhere and if, if we can find out whether her body is fighting the Lyme too and whether the antibiotics would be a good thing to... 
Yeah, sure. Now, she and her I are a vet, so we can't diagnose, treat, or prescribe, but I certainly can ask her her awareness on that, see what she knows. Yeah. So, Sophie, your awareness on, do you think Lyme disease is active in your body at this time? She feels that it's not very active, no. She feels that the, she had a bout, though, she tells me, of Lyme disease where it flared up really bad, and it made her she says knuckle over and almost like want to walk on her knees on the right. words crouch when she walked um is that it feels like that time what time frame was that i want to put that to maybe about a month ago and you might not have even seen it as lyme disease you might have thought it was more with the spondylosis it feels like it lasted a period of three days and then she was kind of snapped back to normal um but as far as now she says no it's kind of laying low is, you, is your awareness what's your awareness on if you were to be prescribed antibiotics for that anyway just to cover anything because sometimes those lyme tests read negative when they're really positive um she just says i don't think it would hurt me if I was to take okay. antibiotics. You know, if she does take more or antibiotics, though, and whatever antibiotics she's or not, whatever meds, let's put it that way, she's currently on, is making her very thirsty. Another reason why it's very important for her, she tells me, to have a lot of moisture in her body. And, of course, mm-hmm. moist food provides that, but she needs, like, extra water. Whatever you can mm-hmm. do to increase the water supply for her, but maybe if she's tolerant of it, adding extra water to the current food, she needs extra water to flush out all these meds. Okay. And it's going to be even more so if she does go on the antibiotics. Her her yeah. body is very tired right now, and I want to be honest with you, the immune system is very, it's it's weak. On a scale of they're giving me zero to five, it's at a two right now. Normal mm-hmm. would be a five, of course, out of five. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right, a um, couple more minutes. What else? So how does, um, I mean, I heard that sometimes she wants it out of the body. Um, I want to know how to help her either way, you know? Okay, okay gotcha. So let's um, hear it from her point of view, Sophie, directly, please. So where are you on staying in your body, not staying in your body, or what does your person need to know around any of this? Um, she wants to stay in her body right now. Okay, at this time, she says, there's going to be a time period where I'm not going to want to get up, um, where I'm going to lay on my side, even though I could walk, but it'll probably be very painful, and I won't walk. Will you want out of your body then? She says, yes, and mom can ask me. Mom's very good at hearing me. Mom just looks for details sometimes. She thinks that's why, you know, you called in the communicator at this time to get the details, but she says you do hear her quite well. Um, when I asked, so Sophie, if there reaches a point where you do want out of your body, what physically, body language-wise, aside from laying down, signs, I won't eat, she says, I won't eat, I'll refuse my meals. That'll be another sign when I'm ready to go. She's not sure on time frame of when this will be. She's not giving me anything as far as days, weeks, months, years, I, nothing in response to that query of my, of my, on my end. Um, she says, I'll know when it's time. She says, this is really tough for me, my back, the midsection of the back, and my stomach being overly heated and hot. It's, you know, um, Andrea, you know, talk to the vet about that. I don't know if your vet is yeah. into animal communicators or not, but if they're at least open-minded enough to listen, there are yeah, products that have that can coat the stomach. You okay. Know, that might help. Um, products to coat the stomach? Yeah, can coat the stomach, even okay. though she's taking other medicine. And when I ask the universe truth, is something to coat the stomach appropriate 
considering all that's going on for this dog? Is that for a greatest and highest good? I'm getting yes and ask about it. Do ask the vet. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to call the vet today. Okay. They're a holistic vet. Okay. Even better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She likes her Um, (laughs) The the new one. I've got two. So one's an animal hostel and she hates it, and the other one's the holistic vet and she likes it. She only just met them last week, but she liked them, yeah. Yes. Um, okay. Um, so I have, I'm got, I was thinking to go away in August for two weeks. Does she not want me to do that? Um, she's going away or would, I was thinking of going away in, uh, in August for two weeks. How do you feel about that? She shows me an image of clutching you and holding you tight. She's saying, please don't go. She doesn't think that somebody, even a good caretaker that you would hire would do a good job of monitoring her body, because they don't know her inside and out. And I see her being, I mean, she's a friendly girl with people she knows, but she she also shows me being a bit standoffish with them. So you're right. Her preference is for you not to go. Okay. All right. All right. So we are at time. So let me just see if there's any. Yeah, you're welcome. Closing message from, Petey's just smiling. He's content. Any closing message, Sophie, for your person as we end here? She says, no, mom's doing her best, and I want to thank her, she says, for getting a second opinion. Yeah. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. She hears you too. So we are set for today. Andre, I'll send you a link to our recording in 24 hours or less, so just check your email for that. And much love to both you, Sophie and Thank you. Thank you so much. And then invoice me. Uh, do you want me to go onto your website for the 15 minutes? Or? Yeah, that would be that would be much easier. Um, just okay, jump on sure. the website. And all you need to do, there's three steps. Don't do the yeah. calendar, of course. Just do the PayPal button for 15 minutes. Yeah, sure. No okay. worries, honey. I'll do that. All right. You take care. Thank Andrea. you so much. You're adorable. <laughs> all right. Thank care. you for the work you do. Bye-bye. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.